0: May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Why do we do the things that we do? During this Lenten season, with the coronavirus, it has been necessary to stop doing so many things that we would normally do. Many people have been unable to go out to work. Children have been unable to go to school. It has been difficult or even impossible to travel. We have been able to go out just whenever we fancy it, just for the sake of it. And of course our church buildings are locked. I might not be the only one who looks frequently at the credit card bill wondering how much lower our outgoings might be. Now we can't pop out willy-nilly to Costa or tailors in the morning for a coffee nor go to the beach house or the chip shop or even just go and buy things we might not necessarily need in the shops. We can't drive around as much either so Natalie's car isn't drinking so much petrol and I can't remember the last time I charged my car. We get used to doing things in a certain way I remember my grandparents commenting about another couple they used to see not in the supermarket but on the way to the supermarket each week. They would pass each other on the same roundabout, having always left home at the same time, going in the same direction, week by week. It's just the way it is. We've always done it like that. And of course the counter question to it. Change? Why would we want to change or do something differently? Well, these last few weeks have caused us to question all of this quite significantly. We can't have our normal Holy Week services in church done in the way we've always done them. I had hoped initially to be able to celebrate them fairly normally on my own in church, while streaming them on the internet. But when we were prevented from even leading streamed services in church, I realized there would not be enough space in my study to even attempt everything here. But we always do these things, but why? What is the significance of the things we do? Specifically tonight, what was going on at the Last Supper? We hear that Jesus and his disciples were to celebrate the Passover. In the first reading from the book of Exodus, we hear what happened. Death, quite literally, had passed over the people of Israel. And so every year they celebrated this, remembered this, when God had saved them. They celebrated a feast, slaughtering a lamb, and having bread which was unleavened, not because they'd run out of yeast, not because, well, we always have unleavened bread, but because the first Passover was rushed, so they didn't have time to wait for the bread to rise. So in remembrance of that, the bread was unleavened. The Passover was an important feast. And here is Jesus repurposing it. In this Passover feast, Jesus points towards redemption through him. Not redemption through following a long set of laws. Not redemption through jumping through a load of hoops or making sure you've ticked a load of boxes showing you have followed procedures. Redemption rather, simply by coming to him, receiving him into your life, and following him. After the the Last Supper, Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, the dirtiest part of the body in a sandy, dusty environment, the job not of a friend, but of a slave one of the lowest jobs there was jesus showed a love a service a care and called his disciples to emulate it and so we too are called to do the same normally on the monday thursday mass we would follow that same thing the priest washing the feet Of members of the congregation. I say normally the practice I believe started in the 1970s then again that was before I was born. This year of course that is not possible but throughout this coronavirus period we are called to share and show that same love to others in any ways we can. It might not be through washing their feet. Or in fact it probably shouldn't be for risk of contaminating one person to another. But ultimately we are called to share that love. To show God's love for each person however we can. That is ultimately what is important. Letting people know God's love for them no matter what. God is love and where true love is God himself is there in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.